Good morning, everybody. Jeff Gilman of Sally Canine Training. This is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. Everyone's having a fantastic morning. The show runs every single Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And um, if you missed the live show, it gets it gets pushed up to our podcast um, platform. You can just look up What Would Jeff Do? Um, it's underneath that um, uh, podcast platform, as well as you can f- see me on Facebook and on YouTube. And I like what I like to do is I like to do single topic um, uh, uh, issues to help people have a better life with their dog. And then I also um, will open it up to questions about those single topic. If you've got general questions, you want to jump onto our Wednesday and Friday show, um, uh, which is at night. It's at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that is the What Would Jeff Do show with Joel. Um, starting next month, this show on Tuesdays and Thursdays will be pushed to Patreon only. So you have to be a Patreon member to be able to join this show. And that's going to be a little bit of a different format. You'll be able to ask questions about anything. So we'll have a lot of different ways to, to, to get help. But today I really, really wanted to talk about a dog that does selective listening. A lot of times, a lot of folks um, have dogs that they call, you know, stubborn, selective listeners. Um, People call their dog stupid. They call their dog dense. And that's not what it is. This is the thing. If you don't have a proper training program in place that, number one, you need to know how to actually train your dog. Whether that and you need to know how to reward train your dog, you need to know how to add a, add a punisher to stop a behavior. So you need to know those things. There's actually a methodology to training your dog to do something and stopping your dog from 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 doing something. Um, also, you need to stop being non-consistent. You need to be consistent. So what I, what it is, is a lot of people are not consistent. They don't treat training as a lifestyle. They treat it as a parlor trick and they don't like look at it like, well, I want to live with my dog and I want to take my dog everywhere and I want my dog to listen to me and I want, I want to bring my dog places. And, um, it's important that my dog is under voice control. It's important that my dog understands yes and no. Whenever we talk about dogs that are misbehaving in public, whether that's leash reactive, not listening as well, pulling on the leash more, um, constantly sniffing the ground, um, not listening to the obedience commands that normally would listen to, we always are baffled. People are baffled. It's like, I don't understand why my dog is, is, is doing this. My dog, you know, listens so well in the house. Well, in the house, if your dog does listen, and many don't, and we're going to talk about that, if your dog does listen, it's because there's historically not as many distractions, such as like the wind, the smell of the grass, the sounds, the elements that are outside. So the first thing I tell people to do is, I have a phrase called, what's the rest of the day look like? A lot of people are letting their dogs get away with a lot of nonsense in the house, such as rushing the rushing the front door, um, uh, barking out the window, barking at the front door, 
not kettling up when they're supposed to, not doing their basic obedience when they're supposed to, um, getting away with um, bad behaviors, not following protocols, not practicing impulse control. Uh, pretty much we have dogs that are sort of running the house. You know, you pay the rent, you pay the mortgage, and the dog runs the house. And you have to look at things saying, I'm going to be the most demanding of my dog starting with interior work you know, in the house. So for instance, this morning, we have a board and train with us. It's been with us for almost two weeks. It goes home this weekend. It's a two-week board and train. This dog could not hold the command, had no impulse control, um, loves to barrel into people, especially, you know, and knock them over, um, pulled down the leash, um, you know, didn't have um, the best listening, so it was a selective listener. So what would you? What do we do? Well, for the first three, four, five days, we started in the house, and we started with the basics, and we used a reward-based system. It already knew its command, so we didn't have to stay on that that long. So we can go right to applying a punisher for not listening. Once a dog knows the command, you don't have to keep rewarding it you can start going to applying a punisher, um, which by the way, if you don't understand what applying a punisher is, it's not abuse. It's just making sure your dog understands the concept of no. And you're not yelling, you're not screaming, you're not mad, you're not upset. Um, just like reward-based training, there's a, there's an actually a proper way to do reward-based training. And many, many people do it incorrectly. Um, probably more people do reward-based training incorrectly than do punitive training incorrectly. Why? A lot of people don't do punitive training, but meanwhile, they're struggling. And then they do reward-based training, but they've taught the dog that if there's nothing in it for them, the dog won't do it. So that's where you get your selective listening from. So we had the dog make sure the dog, you know, we train the dog to, just because the kennel door is open, that doesn't mean you can rush in. That doesn't mean you can rush out. You obviously have to sit before every meal. You have to sit before every threshold. And that stuff is non-audible. Um, Those are um, uh, uh, commands that are just like built in. It's expected behavior. You're in place. You're in a down. Um, we expect you to stay there. Now, obviously, you have to teach the command first to the dog, and then you can start holding the dog accountable. And that's the big thing is this holding the dog accountable. Now, we have a green to graduate program, and let me just put that up there because right now we've got a Black Friday sale. And uh, if you go to academy.solidcadinetraining.com, Com. If you go to there, we've got a bunch of great courses individually. We've got courses in a bundle. You can save a ton of money. Like what we're doing with a lot of folks is if you've got a young dog, the puppy course, the green to graduate course is a great bundle. If you've got a little bit of an older dog, the green to graduate course, the leech reactivity course, um, there's two of them leech reactivity that you can get in a bundle. Um, we also have a program where you can get all of the courses in 2022 that we've made, um, all for one very, very low price. Um, there's a baby proofing course, which people should be really thinking about now if you're, if you're either pregnant or planning on getting pregnant. But the biggest thing is dogs, one of the biggest things is dogs are not believing owners inside the house. So you're letting your dog bark out the front window. You're letting your dog rush the door. You're letting your dog jump up on people. You're letting your dog not quite listen to commands inside. And you've given up. You're like, well, that's my dog. Okay. But then you go outside and you get frustrated at 
your dog's unwanted behavior. Well, what did you expect? You're letting your dog get away with all this nonsense in the house. Why do you expect your dog to be perfect out of the house? That doesn't make sense, does it? So what you do is stop all the unwanted behavior in the house, hold your dog accountable. Obviously, when it comes to unwanted behaviors, you can immediately stop those. So this concept out there, all these people that are out there preaching, you need to build a relationship with your dog before you correct it for unwanted behaviors. Remember, this is not on the obedience spectrum. This is on the behavior modification spectrum, meaning barking, jumping, growling, biting, getting out of its crate, counter surfing, getting in the trash, litter box, starting fights with your uh, with another dog, going after you know any human in the house, um, and I you know. There's a bunch of other ones, but that can be stopped on day one. You do not need to build a relationship. You do not need to have to obedience train your dog. Unlike what a lot of people said, even the quote unquote professionals, you can't do that stuff until you build a relationship with a dog. That's bullshit. I'm going to fully train my dog before I can tell it no for jumping on me. How many days does that take? Because we spend a lot of time on obedience. Now with obedience, Please do not correct your dog until it knows the command. That's not fair. That's not fair at all. So spend your time training what you want. Make sure your markers, which is your your, your yes or a clicker, are, are well-timed. Your delivery system of your reward, which could be a food, is proper. Do lots and lots of reps so your dog becomes literate in the command then you start proofing, and with that proofing, you can start correcting. Now you've got a dog that listens. Then you stop all your unwanted behaviors in the house that I just mentioned previously. Wow. So my dog's doing what it wants to, and I made it non-negotiable, and my dog has stopped its bad behaviors, which are non-negotiable. Huh. I got a pretty cool dog now. Then we go out of the house things go downhill a little bit. But we know your dog understands the conversation. What do you do? You up your punishers. You don't necessarily up your rewards, but you can. But be careful how long you do it for, or you have a dog that only listens when there's something in it for them. Now, the other concept is, believe it or not, it's well-practiced, is your dog is doing it to avoid a consequence. Oh my gosh, the dog's doing it out of fear. No, maybe, could be. Not forever, but at some point, like you need to listen. You need to not speed because you don't want to get a ticket. Road rage is not a good personality trait. Stealing is not good because there is a consequence. Cutting in line at Walgreens is not proper public behavior. Yelling and screaming at the barista is not acceptable. Dining and dashing is not something you should be doing. So there's proper ways to behave in public. There's proper ways to behave in private. And you need to make sure your dog understands this is what I want and this is what I don't want. 
It's so important. It's so, so important. So if you need help, we've got online courses, which are cheaper than dog trainers, cheap, way cheaper than us. Like I'm getting, I really want folks to understand, unless your dog has serious aggression, serious leash reactivity, and even that you can fix on yourself, but serious aggression, serious anxiety, so a lot of fear, you actually don't need a dog trainer. Like we're not magicians. You don't fucking need us. You can do this stuff on your own. The information is out there. We are building courses for, for us for a fourth of the price of using us live. You can actually train your dog. You don't need us. You don't need a trainer. You can do it yourself. Trainers are not these magical mystery magicians. We don't communicate with dogs. We just have a, we just have a set of skills and we are well-practiced. We are knowledgeable, not all. There's some complete freaking putzes out there training dogs. And I've been, been called one many, many times, but I think my, my track record would dispute that. So if you're struggling with it, we have free information that will help you, free Q&As that will help you. We have paid courses that will help you. We have paid one-on-ones that will help you. And obviously, we do boarding trains because some dogs need a total reboot. But you can do so much of this on your own, so much of this on your own. Um, right now we're having a Black Friday sale. Make sure you tune into the Black Friday sale at the Academy. We have bundles. We've got 25% off courses. Also, if you're not a problem, uh, a problem, if you've not joined, um, our Patreon channel, let me just put that up there. www.patreon.com slash solid canine training. If you've not jumped into our Patreon channel, number one, with the Patreon channel, you get an additional 20% off your courses year-round in your consults. Believe it or not, you can actually take advantage of the sale we're having for Black Friday, which you're getting a bonus up to, I think some of the courses are 38% off. You can add 20% on top of that. That's more than half price. But year-round, you get 20% off your courses, 20% off your consults. It's $10 a month. You also get a Zoom every week, which is a Q&A, face-to-face, voice-to-voice. And pretty soon, the Tuesday and Thursday uh, podcast that I'm doing right now, like, for instance, what's today? Is today Thursday? Today's Thursday. This show will be on Patreon only in about two weeks. Tuesdays and, Thursday, Tuesdays and Thursday shows are on Patreon only exclusively. They'll be private shows. $10 a month. $10 a month. All right, let's get to the questions. These are always shorter shows. They're not my hour-long shows, by the way. Angelo, at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today, which is Thursday, I already put up the link to his show Pretty soon he'll have his own channel. He'll have his own YouTube channel, his own podcasting channel. But Angelo, fun facts with Angelo, is at 5 p.m. 
He's done podcasts before. He's co-hosted before. But this is the start of the big one. Once a week minimum, Angelo Gelman is going to be doing his own podcast. He's my 10-year-old son, and he's jumping into the podcasting world. Tonight, he talks about Greek mythology. So he'll give you some, drop in some knowledge about Greek mythology, Roman mythology, Egyptian mythology, and Norse mythology. And then he's got some fun facts about other stuff. And then I'll take some questions from the audience. So it's streaming live on YouTube, streaming live on Facebook, and it'll be on our podcast platform. But pretty soon I'm going to set him up with his whole, his, his whole everything, YouTube, podcast, everything. He'll have his own channel, his own website. He has a website, but there's nothing on it. All right. Uh, Emily says, got our seats for the rants. No, not much of a rant today. And then learn, love your passion and no BS approach. Thank you. That's what I get a lot of. Thank you for all you do. It's funny, Emily, because the same thing that you like is a big turnoff. I keep saying that to people, but a lot of people don't like my delivery, but I'm like, fine, don't listen to the delivery, but listen to the message. Listen to the message. Murph says, good morning. Good morning, Murph. How are you? Kyle, good morning, Jeff. Hey, Kyle, how are you? Deb, good morning, Jeff. Missing Angelo on the on the morning. Can't wait for his podcast. It's today. But Angelo, he's eating breakfast. Hello. Goodbye. Yep, he's just eating breakfast. Normally, he's next to me at this time because he's a homeschool kid, so he's already starting his homework. He's running a little bit late. A little bit late. He had to do some – he had to – because he, not only that, but he also had to um, empty out the dryer. This kid's got lots of chores. If anybody wants to know his chore list, maybe we'll, he'll talk about his chore list during, uh, and he probably does about 20 chores a day. Yeah. yeah, you do. You help out Joelle, you help out me, you help out the dogs. I put the links up to um, the academy, academy.solidcaninetraining.com. Um, Deb says, my husband, not a trainer, but listen, says it's the owners who need training when you listed the unwanted behaviors. Of course the owners need training. Dogs don't like, dogs don't know what to do other than dog stuff, which is shitting, pissing, destroying things, barking, biting, guarding. All humans need training, but this is the thing you said, your, 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 your husband's not a trainer. Sure he is. Anybody that, that owns a dog is a dog trainer. Anybody that owns a dog is a dog trainer. Guys, we're not, again, we are not this mysterious, magical people. We are normal human beings. That's like saying, that's like saying your, you, your mother, your grandmother, were not professional chefs. But how many of us remember ourselves now, our mother, our grandmother, making the most delicious meals ever. Whose grandmother made the best freaking chicken dinners, the best lasagna, the best pasta? Whose, whose mother or grandmother was an awesome baker? They're professional. Aren't they? Correct? You don't need the title. You need the skills. 
you need the skills. Zach says, I find most of the time the dogs are pretty good. The clients are the problem. The clients are not the problem. The, the clients are not the problem. The clients, that's, but that's your job. So Zach, if you are a, tra a trainer, the, the clients, training of the clients is the job. If you're going to get into the dog training industry, helping other people with either a non-monetary transaction or a monetary transaction, you training the humans is at least 50% of the job. If you do not have good human skills, do not become a dog trainer. Or at least, well, or work in a facility where you only train dogs, but you don't deal with the public. So it's not that there's a problem. First of all, Zach, and this, I'm not bashing you or criticizing you, but it's called job security. It's called job security. So what I would say is I'd flip that and be like, how can you become a better human trainer? Right? And then I put up the Patreon link, which is patreon.com.solidcanontraining. Um, uh, Tayshawn, Jeff, do you really believe that some dogs are truly unfixable or do you think that it's not worth going as far as you'd have in order to get them to an acceptable level? Um, so, I hate to use the word fixable. There are absolutely dogs out there that don't meet. Are you going to the preserve now? Oh, okay. Will you pick me up um, some uh, day cool, please? Thanks. Um, do, there are dogs that should not be walking the face of the earth. Like this whole mantra about there's no bad dogs, just bad dog owners, that's bullshit. Don't believe it. I mean, it, I, 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 I mean in 20 years and 10,000 dogs, I can give you some dogs that are should not be walking the earth they're they're vicious dogs there's also dogs out there that have got the highest 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 level of anxiety and stress and fear that they cannot function in society and this is after intensive rehab um there are absolutely dogs that do not meet our expectations but the client is happy but they don't meet our expectations. But they've made dramatic turnarounds and the client is thrilled. But it also depends on your skill set. So if you don't have a great skill set, you're gonna struggle with certain dogs. We, we get many dogs that don't have food drive. Trainers have given up on them. Oh, the dog's not trainable. I'm like, yeah, they are. You need to improve your skills. You only know how to train with food. You don't know how to train with leash pressure. You don't know how to train with compulsion, which is leash pressure. Uh, Tayshawn, Jeff, Trump, or DeSantis, I'm not going to get into politics on this show. I'm not going to get into politics on, on this show at all. All right. So, uh, Trey, for separation anxiety, do I book a 30-minute or 60-minute consult? Also, I join Patreon. So, Trey, um, do a start out with a 30-minute, or if you book a 60-minute, a lot of people are splitting it in half. So what you'll do is you book a 60 minute, make sure you use the code. The code is at the very top of the um, 
all the posts. You get 20% off. And um, if you need a 60 minute, which a lot of people do, is they split it into two separate um, uh, consoles. So if you book a consult, I'll get a message. Um, you can book it right through the academy. And then I, I, I email you when we set something up. Shelly, how do you get owners to do what you do um, so the dogs don't revert back to their old behaviors? To me, that's the hardest part of dog training. Hello from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Love your show and your style of training. I mean, thank you, Shelly. Um, that's the job. We do a counsel with me. Do a counsel with me. But the job is the mastering the art of the human training. That's the job. Can you start your formal work on the computer, sweetheart? Thank you, honey. So that's the job is like, they're not going to do exactly what you do. They don't have the skill set that you do. But that's where you need to make training. You do all the hard work. You do the laborious part. You do all the reps. But the most important part is the human training. It's the human training. So what do you do? You have to work on your human training skills. And I can help you with that. And this is the thing is there's a lot of people out there that got into the dog industry, the pet industry for family pets, but they don't have good human training skills, but they forgot that that's 50% of the job. The job is not just for you to train the dog because then the dog goes back home and they've got an association with the owner and the training falls apart. And anybody that's worked with dogs for you know, even six months will know that, will know that. Remember, you're not training the dog for yourself. You're not training the dog for your ego. You're training your dog for the success of the owner. Always remember that. Sid says, good morning, Jeff. Uh, I appreciate you, Joel, and everything you share with us. I'm a diehard fan. Thank you, Sid. And thanks for helping out uh, Joel with the horse when she goes back to Rhode Island next week. Um, Deb says, he had lived with me, a trainer, for 30 years. I know. Okay. Your husband has been fly fishing for 30 years. Do you know how to fly fish? I mean, you might say, yeah, but let's say no. Or your husband's been a CPA for 30 years. Do you know how to CPA? Your husband's been a lawyer for 30 years. Do you know the legal system? Remember that, okay? Mr. D, uh, my mother-in-law thinks because I can make my dog behave and do as she as she is told that I'm some sort of dog servant, savant maybe. Her dog is so disobedient. Well, Mr. D, I tend, tend to stay away from families when I work with dogs. I, I mean, like my own personal family. But again, it, all you have to do is just teach, if you want to, teach your mother a set of simple um, uh, 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 training protocols. Buy your mom the um, green to graduate for the holidays. Buy your mom the green to graduate for the holidays. Say, mom, follow this. You'll have a trained dog. Because the green to graduate takes a totally untrained dog that didn't even know its name and turns it into a trained dog. Again, it's a series of um, training protocols. It's a series of reps. It's a series of being consistent. It's a series of, if your dog's a selective listener, don't be a selective trainer, human. Remember, we're all trainers if we own dogs. Sex is totally agree. I find it harder than humans, though. Um, you, your talk on being consistent was spot on. I'm good with people and my clients love me. That's good. Excellent. Now make sure that they're actually following through. 
hold them accountable. That is your job as a coach, but you have to hold them accountable with love. No shaming, no blaming. A lot of dog trainers are blaming owners. A lot of dog trainers are shaming owners. Sid says, happy to do so, Jeff. Thanks. Thank you, Sid. I appreciate it. All right, guys, that's today's show. Did you have a question, Ange? Okay. He was raising his hand, which... Oh, he's waving. I don't know what he was doing. So uh, don't forget Angelo's uh, show. Um, the link is already up. Um, it's on my page right now. Um, and it'll be on Angelo's page. He's got an Instagram page. And it's Angelo's podcast. It's on at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursday. Um, pause for mercy. Hi, Jeff. I reached out to you for my very red zone dog 10 years ago and you saved her life. She's now 15 years old. Sweet as pie. And I'm so grateful for your help. Wow. Thank you. 10 years ago. I've been doing this for 20 years. So I get a lot of memories now for, I think we're up to what? I think the memories go back as like 14 years. Cause that's, I don't know if that's how long Facebook has been around. Um, but congratulations. I'm glad I was able to help you. Yeah. I hear that every day, every day. I get stories about that. That's why it's so funny when people call me a hacker, you know, or I don't know how to train dogs. It's like, man, if you only knew, if you only knew what I've been doing for the last 20 years, it's a long road. It's a long road. And then you get these folks that are just popping onto the scene, like thinking they know everything. And I don't know everything. Most dog trainers don't know everything. I'm at like 5%, maybe 10% of knowledge. There's a lot that, 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 is left to be known. All right. All right, everybody. You saying goodbye, Angelo? Bye, guys. Oh, uh, get more, bye, guys. You got to get more on the screen, sweetheart. Yeah. I forgot how, how if I shake this arm, it doesn't appear on the screen. Did you come here too? Yeah. Wash your face? Yeah. Brush your teeth? Yeah. Okay. All right. Fold your laundry in your drawers? No. We should do that first. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Love you, buddy. All right. So... We'll see everybody later today with Angelo. All right. Love you guys. Take care. Thanks for tuning in. And I'll see everybody tomorrow as well.